This is Y-Tune Shuffle. Y-Tune Shuffle, it's the music that informs our lives. The rules here are that there are no rules other than just bring in your music, mm. hit play. We- and then we get to pick your brain about why those songs. It's cold outside. So what do you say to people when they're like, no Christmas music until after Thanksgiving, please? I don't have any friends like that. <laughs> I mean, like, off my list. I have to, like, block you from social media. <laughs> like, why is it, like, May and you're listening to Christmas songs? Because I feel happy. <laughs> Welcome to Y-Tune Shuffle, a celebration of the music that inspires our lives. With your hosts, comedian and radio personality Maggie Mayfield and Hollywood's secret weapon David Earl Waterman. This is Y-Tune Shuffle. This is not Sports AM radio, folks. No, it is not Sports AM. It is going to be an amazing episode of Y-Tune Shuffle. This is Maggie Mayfield, your host, with my co-host, David Earl Waterman, a.k.a. Hollywood Secret Weapon. Here we go. And before we get to our guest, we have a party coming up on a week from... Wednesday. I don't even know if we have like a name for this party. It's just the ho- the Y-Tune Shuffle Season 2 Wrap-Up Holiday Party. And David and I are going to be walking around with uh, recording devices and hanging out with our guests and just getting some stories, your stories, from your holiday, your childhood holidays. And it's a cool place. I mean, it's right in Hollywood. There's parking, you know, the copper still. Mm-hmm. And we're doing some catering and I found someone that'll play some music for us. So It's a real holiday party. We're really doing this and it just kind of comes together naturally and easily because Maggie does all the work yet again. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, how did this happen? Oh, Maggie did it. Amazing Maggie. Well, the, all the details are up on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page at Y Tunes Shuffle. And our guest today, I'm really excited that you're here. Please welcome Wolfie Trosh, voice actor and voice casting director. You do everything. Seems to be like I'm I'm picking up new hats every day. But yes, right. primarily voiceover actor and voice casting director. You also have some credit on screen as well. With, I do, yeah. With, I started, I'm actually from here, so I've been acting since I was about eight years old. And so yesterday? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that. It was just my birthday and I felt old, so thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, I started on camera. Um, I still do a little bit on camera, but more so I'm interested in voice acting, uh, voice casting and writing. Yeah, and you would do these workshops and that's how you and David yes. met. Yes, yeah. Talk to, uh, talk to me about that. How'd you yeah, start so I do, um, I do, back, I cast background voices. Um, it's called group ADR looping mm-hmm. um, and David was in my class and uh, then we got to work together uh, two, three weeks ago. About three weeks ago. Anarchy yeah. Studios? Yeah. You got to do the real looping thing. It was, was he a professional? It was amazing, yeah. Oh, so yeah. You're so kind, so no, kind. It was great, yeah. It's hard to find guys, to be honest, guys your age that are good. Like that are really good, well, and I was very happy that I met you. I never, I, in my wildest dreams, would have ever known there was even this kind of acting job. Yeah, most people how don't know about it. Into it. I forget how I first found out about it. Um, I think it was through my voiceover agent, um, one they, of her they exist? clients. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> one of her, uh, one of her clients was also a voiceover casting director. Did loop groups, um, and I asked how to get into it, and. I just heard it was extremely exclusive and hard to get into, so mm-hmm. I started my own group because that's great. I was too young to join anybody else's because usually it's it's uh, middle aged people start their own groups, and I was I think like twenty two or something, so I had to start my own to do it. It's a great class, and you're going to do it Thank again. You. I am yes, uh, over at the Actors Company. Oh, okay, cool. yeah. Do you have an idea of when? Uh, it's either it? la- it's either at the end of January or start of February. Okay. Can you describe what that is? Because until 
David brought your name up, looping was like, what? Yeah. What are you um, talking about? <laughs> uh, looping is when you, if you're watching Grey's Anatomy, for example, and you are watching this, a scene in a hospital and uh, the principal actors are talking, but in the background you hear paging Dr. Mathis, room 305. Mm. That's what the loop group actors are doing. Got it. Yeah. So that's one example. There's a number of things. We do voice matching. Um, if principal actors aren't available, then... A lot of improv. improv. No! Yeah. 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 I mean, we were all in this giant studio. Just like when we were taking the class, we were kind of on a stage, and Wolfie kind of set it up and said, so imagine this is what it's going to look like, and he put this big screen in front of us. But when we went to the actual real looping job, I mean, it's these state-of-the-art, like, sound yeah. stages. So beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, 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 and really, like, super professional. And as an actor, you know, one, like, an egotistical actor like me, it's always about, like, <laughs> what's my line? You know, <laughs> I, how's my angle here? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's truly, like, being an actor and being part of the mechanics and being part of the, you know, the creation of this thing on, on a level that, you know, one doesn't always understand so when you hear like a radio friendly edit for a song like eminem is on they find a a match like a voice match or does eminem like is that so outside of the scope of what you know and what you do i mean i don't know about about musicians but for uh i mean i've like i've revoiced actors on tv series if their performance wasn't good <gasps> like who uh, i can't say oh! <laughs> 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 done that um and then there's like certain i mean pretty much every movie if you know if reese witherspoon for example is booked on is shooting it just wrapped a movie but and they're doing post-production on it mm-hmm. and then she's off in another country doing another movie and is unavailable to do the ADR, then they'll bring in a voice match for her. Wow. Yeah. So all those people that are on YouTube that do all those crazy voices, they're working. Oh, yeah. I'm constantly, if somebody sounds similar to a celebrity, I'm always, I make sure to get their information just because you never know when. You never know. You'll need them. Yeah. Do you have like a Rolodex of like fake celebrity voices? Oh, God. I wish I should get that together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's all in my my phone and my contact list. I write down whoever, if they sound like somebody um, or what foreign language? It's like Megan fake voice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had we had homework in the classes too. We had to go home and, and study different accents. We had to study like what would you actually say if you were actually in a hospital? And I work sometimes at Kaiser, and I'm like walking That's around great, listening, yeah. you know, yeah. like stat or you know, like just the different words that are actually going to be used because you you're going to be brought up to the microphone, and the director or Wolfie is just going to say. Okay, there's a lot of action in the background. There's a patient being wheeled down. You're an intern. You're a grieving parent. Go. And you just have to make it up, like, right on the spot. But wow. you have to be, you have to fill your notebook with, like, potential lines and sort of. Oh, so you can, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You can, like, write it down, of, but, like, it's, yeah. you don't know what, okay. You, you've got to do your homework. You got to, yeah. you, you can't just walk in and, like, you know, first line, last time, go. It's improvisation, but you've got to be prepared. The preparation that went into it was what I was really Yeah, that's why I started actually teaching the class, because a lot of friends who wanted to be in loop groups, they thought it was extremely easy, like most people do. <laughs> oh, they think it's yeah. just, you know. You're just improvising dialogue, but it has to be very specific to the scene, to the genre, to the tone of the, to the tone of the scene. Um, you have to make sure you know you're not distracting. Mm-hmm. That's another thing is that a lot of people like come up with funny lines and dialogue and stuff, which is fun. But then if it pulls attention from the principal actors, then that's not the goal that's is no good. Yeah, yeah the goal Up is for, staging exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the goal is to not know that we're there. Wolfie, it's so interesting. I mean, you have a great voice, but you also have a wonderful face, and so it's surprising <laughs> you. you do for the camera. I mean, it's surprising that you chose to do voice acting and you're pursuing that route as opposed to staying in front of the camera. It just became. I mean. I like doing, I got into it also because I like helping other people and helping my friends. Um, 
and I get to hire people that I like. I get mm-hmm. to hire my friends on jobs if they're right for the jobs, obviously. Right. Um, and that's essentially how I got into it. And it was just a voiceover community is so much more welcoming and friendly to me than yeah. I never had any bad experience with experiences with the on camera community, but I just felt like it was more felt more like home being in, in yeah. the voiceover world. Interesting. Yeah. Really entrepreneurial too. Yeah. As an artist. You know, yeah. You got to be entrepreneurial. You got to yeah. go You got to do everything you know, yes. in this town, really. Yeah. Cool. I totally get that. I teach classes um, on how to start your own business. So I do voiceover on the side oh, as well. Cool. But it's all commercial stuff. And if like I figured out how to use the internet to leverage like finding clients. Mm-hmm. And so I'll teach classes at a school in Orange County for radio broadcasting where they're just exploring all kinds of ideas that are centered oh, around great. doing this. Yeah. So I totally get that. I can relate where you're just like, yeah. If, if, if it's a slow, if it's a slow month. Exactly. Yeah. That was. I got, tired of, I got tired of going out to auditions and just like kind of waiting and and just the whole hustle of like keeping up with your agents. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's redo headshots. Let's do this and that. Just let's just do mm-hmm. it myself. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. And you brought with you some some songs, some music. That hopefully, Five people enjoy. <laughs> well, as long as you enjoy them, we will certainly enjoy them. All right, I can't wait to dig into this. Ready for song number one. All I can ever be to you is the darkness that we know And this regret I got accustomed to Once it was the ride, when we were at our height Waiting for you in the hotel at night I knew I had him at my match, but every moment we get snatched I don't know why I got so attached It's my responsibility you don't own nothing to me But to walk away I have no progressivity He walks away I love her voice When I first heard Amy Winehouse I, I thought it was an oldie I thought it was something oh, wow. from the archives First time I was like, wow, this is like from the 40s or 50s Yeah, same So this is called Tears Dry on Their Own mm-hmm. How did this wind up in your playlist? This um, it was the first song that I thought of. Um, it was kind of like my coming of age song, like when I I first started to actually enjoy music. Um, this is like the first song that I heard that I was like, oh, that's what music is. Like it finally, I didn't listen to music growing up for whatever reason. Really? I don't know why. No, I just never really. It was, I mean, when I was growing up, it was like Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears, which I like now, but I didn't like when it was, you know, popular. Your um, parents aren't into, they didn't, there's not like a band you can think of. That your mom was obsessed with? No, no. It was, I mean, a lot. My one of the songs that on my list is a song that my dad would play okay. Um, okay. when I was a kid. But overall, I just like, I never really, I was more studious as a kid. I didn't yeah. really like participate in any like Where'd you arts grow up? or anything. In I grew up in Long Beach uh, for elementary school and then middle school, high school in Palos Verdes. In California. Yeah, in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the song was. Uh, came out, I think, my ninth grade, when I was in ninth grade. Um, a good year for Amy good, Winehouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> freshman year. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was happening. All of my friends uh, went on a school trip to London and saw her. Um, oh, I didn't I didn't go with her, but or with them, but they all came back talking about her. And this was, like, before she really broke in the U.S. So yeah. I listened to it, you know, before it was playing on the radios and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is. Were you, was this part of the Napster generation did you ever get into that i don't think so okay i'm not terribly familiar with that that was like yeah that was like an old that was internet program pre- where you could like steal music essentially right yeah, yeah. mine was like the limewire generation limewire yeah. Yeah. yeah okay got yeah. it yeah. 
That was how we of course, yeah. LimeWire. That's what I used to take all day. <laughs> That's like now that people are talking about like BitTorrents. I'm like, I don't know how I to do up. that. I'm yeah. like, what's a Bitcoin? I don't I'll know. I'll just get it's here's fine. 99 cents. I'll buy yeah, the song. Just buy it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I am now. And so, this song in particular, the words, the that was it. Well, they were also um, the music video they filmed uh, down. I think it's on La Cienega at a at an old motel. And my best friend in high school, one of my best friends in high school, Tiffany David, and I. Uh, ditched school that day to go try and watch them film oh, cool. because she and uh, her then boyfriend, fiance, um, whose name I'm forgetting, they were down there. Uh, we were on preshilton.com and saw that they were shooting. And so I faked that I had an audition and like she and I like ran down to Hollywood and missed them by just, I guess, like an hour or so. No. Yeah. So this one, but that music video and like every time that I drive by that motel, which is now. I think about to get torn down. Um, last that I, I drove by it this weekend and saw that it probably it signs yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always think of this song and uh, the ever elusive Amy Winehouse. You yeah. didn't get to see her in England. Nope, just barely missed the the video. But the the music captured you. And this is, yeah, this is you said this was like a coming of age song. Yeah. What do you mean? It was just like uh, all of my friends kind of just were all obsessed with this song too. And it was kind of like, I mean, I was like a major nerd from sixth to eighth grade. Like I was so studious. Like all all I would do was go home and do homework. Like I didn't have a social life, but this was like when I started to have a social life was when the song was also coming out and I was going out and like having fun with friends. Yeah. Um, Who are your best friends? Tiffany and Tiffany uh, in high school. Still are my best friends. Uh, Tiffany, Tamer, Gina. Um, Yeah. Those are all my I'm still close with all of my yeah. high school friends, which I know a lot of people are. When you I guess. when you guys would ditch school, what did you do? <laughs> my dad worked at my school. Doing what? He was he was one of uh, our teachers. Uh, he was one of my teachers uh, for tenth or for eleventh and twelfth grade. Um, so he got us, or he like okayed me leaving school. Um, so you never really did. Down to Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. So it was an official ditching, but it yeah. was at least you know I got to leave school. I barely went. I feel like I barely went to school. My really? dad was the gym teacher yeah. at the high oh, school. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 What, what did your dad teach? He taught uh, American history oh. and economics. Very cool. Oh, man. Yeah. The hard ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We it were Lynn. Like, when we that. would ditch school, we would go to, like, Seattle's Best Coffee. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Like, we didn't do anything. My, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> <I know. laughs> you can't get in anywhere. It's no. like you're clearly underage to do anything fun, but we certainly we tried. Yeah. I tried to get into a lot of clubs just, like, when I was around. younger. Yeah. yeah, we just walked around. We went down to, like, all the Hollywood hot yeah. spots, like, go down just to, to all the touristy areas, like Hollywood and Highlands. Well, and, ninth grade, I mean, it's you're, you're not quite driving yet, but you're mm-hmm. getting that vibe. Right. You're getting that pulse, and you're just, just to be out, and it's mm-hmm. like, I'm independently right. making a choice today. Mm-hmm. Let's who, go watch Ferris Bueller. Right. <laughs> who, who, got a, who got a car first out of your group of friends? Um, I was the last one. Uh, I think, I want to say my friend Gina got her car first, Yeah. Um, and she got like a really nice red convertible. Uh, wow. <laughs> okay. She was she was also studious too, so she never like ditched with us. It was mostly I went out with uh with my friend Tamer and and Tiffany because Tamer was also an actor, so he had auditions that I would just you know say he has to use a carpool lane or he's going to be late. Yeah. So that was how did you manage doing all that the auditions and trying to balance school? Because it sounds like you were in a public school. No, I was in private school. Um. So they, I mean. 
I kind of just worked around everything. I, I was also like on student council and like ran a bunch of clubs and stuff. So it looks like I was doing a lot. So nobody <laughs> really cared about my grades. I was also a really good student from being a nerd for all of my life. So mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was ever really like, I mean, I was challenged, but I was never, yeah. I never felt like I was behind. Like I could still do all of my schoolwork wow. um, and go, you know, have a social life and everything. That's amazing. Like you were working as an actor. You managed to do all those extracurricular activities and you maintained a really good GPA. Yeah, yeah, I was a uh, salutatorian too. Oh my god! Um, which was my point zero one that I, on my GPA that I didn't get Valley Victorian. So. Oh, <laughs> my friend Gina got it. Well, at least it was in the gang, right? Yeah, 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 part of the club. We were part of the nerd gang. A good, a good high school experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, sounds and, like good kids. And, and yeah. just to set the stage, it so the home was was mom, dad, you, and uh, my parents separated. Uh, I think when I was in first grade or kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my mom lived in Long Beach and then my dad lived in Palos Verdes. Okay. Quick commute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up, I grew up, uh, with my mom in elementary school and then middle school, high school with my dad. And it was just you, no brothers and sisters? Uh, with my older sister too, okay. who was two years older than me, who was also in my school and then, uh, moved to Cambodia or went to UC Santa Barbara and then, uh, moved to Cambodia. And now she's in New York. Oh, she yeah. was in the Vietnam War. Yes. Yes. Okay. She was. <laughs> Thank you for her service. <laughs> she's much older. <laughs> What's her name? Monica. 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 What's mm-hmm. up, Monica? <laughs> All right. Song number two. <laughs> I was a liar. I gave into the fire. I know I should have fought it. At least I'm being honest. Feel like a failure. Cause I know that I failed you. I should have done you better. Cause you don't want to She was Mariah Carey when she came onto the scene. Yeah. Did you better. too? Even better. No, you she's love Mariah too? Mar- no, she's better than Mariah. Why do you say that? I, she's just, I don't know. She's natural. Mariah has her moments where she's not as good. Like where she goes on stage and it's like she cracks every time. I think she. Remember I think Mariah stopped caring. She stopped caring. Ariana yeah. still cares. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's yeah. also like 20. Much younger. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like her little, um, she has these kitty cat ears. That's Ariana, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That one's, uh, she, I think she's my favorite singer right now. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she, that's my favorite song too. Um, Why? Where that, did you hear this for the first time? I, this came out, the music video for it came out um, the day after I stopped seeing a friend that I was seeing. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and I loved it. So I love that entire album so much. I didn't realize to that I listened to it, I think, every day for about a year. Mm. Um, just while I was working or going out to the gym, um, I listened to it. My roommate got extremely sick of hearing it because that was all that I would play. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, the lyrics in the song were very resonated to what I was going through at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I 
yeah, after about a year of listening to it, realized that, oh, that's why I'm so depressed, because I'm listening to this song about breaking up. Yeah. It's actually infused into my body. So yeah. then I had to take a long break from listening to any song off that album for a while. That's all right. Yeah. I think you needed it, though, to process. I did. It helped me process. I mean, that's the point of music, is to, like, you know, Absolutely. process your life. So yeah. that song did it for me. How long were you with this person? Um, I want to say, like, four months or so. That's like a lifetime I mean, in LA like relationship. It. It, no, but it yeah, is. No, it is. It, it, it is. is. Four months, long time. Yeah. yeah, you think that you're about to get married at that point. <laughs> was this like like post-high school? No, this was about, uh, well, when did that song come out? I think it came out like two years ago or so. I want to say, I'm not entirely sure. 2015, yeah. 2015, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, not post-high school, but, I mean, yeah, post-high school, but so not recent. So, in high school <laughs> in California is four m- that's still a long time? No, I think well, listen, like, I, I, a, a big part of you know this this format is like how how do we the listeners absorb this art and what, how do we make it our own and just in general, I mean, a lot can happen in four months. Oh That's, yeah, no, you go absolutely. basic training for the Marines and Army. It's a four month period. You'll no, never you forget go, it. Yeah. You know, a huge. You know, but and I, you you said a year. Like you were listening to this for about a year. For about a year, yeah. So yeah. you were you were was, this hurt. This yeah, really no, that, hurt. that hurt. Yeah. 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 That one hurt. Um What are some of the friends. lines? What are some of the lines that kinda jump out at you or is it just the whole thing in general? Just the whole I mean, I think the whole thing. The the main line, one last time I need to be the one who takes you home. Uh, um, uh. Yeah. That I mean it's yeah. Now that sounds kind of pathetic to me, but saying it out loud, but yeah, that was um I think the all. entire song is like every lyric in the song is, I think is our truthful. listeners and 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 the three of us seated here. I, I recently heard an Elton John song, and I wanted to actually immediately send it to an ex. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> I, I mean, and I'm it's it's just Which it's song never. Do you remember? You know, it's like, um, oh my gosh, it's something like, uh, and this will be your song. You know, um, oh, your song, your song. You can tell everybody. everybody. Oh, I love that song. This, this is, is your song. And it was just, I, I, and I was just thinking about all of the moments that we had, and and, and yeah. you know, I had to pull over and kind of breathe, and I, I wanted to download and send that song directly and, and say, "Can this be our song?" And then I snapped. <laughs> <laughs> that's just too weird, and creepy. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, that's that's thank you music, thank yeah. you yeah. artists. I mean, this is this is how we get to have it. I mean, I think it's rare that you find a song. I mean, I know that that's what you're doing on the show is what the show is about is, you know, finding songs that resonate and, mm-hmm. and strike. But I think it's rare that I have a, that I hear a song that it actually means a lot. Like I actually mm-hmm. am moved by the feeling of the song. Yeah. It sounds like music didn't come into your life really for you till no, a little no. bit later. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of, yeah, I haven't, it, it takes a lot for like a song to actually move me. So that's why mm-hmm. putting those lists together was a little bit hard because I was like, <laughs> I don't really know. It's, I know two songs off the top of my head that really mean a lot to me. Yeah. Um, but the rest I had to kind of search for. What when do you remember a moment in time where you're like, I think I could start dating again? Um when I met my now my, my current boyfriend, yeah. um, who I've been dating for about a year and <gasps> four months. Awesome. Yeah. What can you say his name? Carlos. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hi Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> How did you guys meet? On Tinder. I love that. Yeah. I've never met anybody off of Tinder. I've never actually met like up a, with anybody. That is such a rare story. He sent me the longest Bible length text or message on Tinder asking if we can go out, <gasps> asking me out. Um, so I was like, oh. What was your first date? Uh, we, 
He forgot his wallet, which was <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> Every Bumble date I've ever been on, they did The too. car broke down <laughs> out of Monica Pier. <laughs> had to give him gas money to get home to Pasadena. <laughs> but he didn't have money, so we, um, ongoing theme in our relationship. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, or forgetting his wallet is. Um, but we went to, uh, we got uh, salads and went up to, I, I tried to take him to a park, um, but it ended up being closed by the time we got there because he was running late. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead, we went to my house and played. He bought he bought my favorite board game, um, which is Smartass. Oh. It's like a trivia. Okay. Yeah, it, it's not as much. It's I played it recently. I was like, ah, oh, this isn't as much fun when you're not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun when you're drinking, but uh, yeah. So we played that, and I love that you guys uh, play board games together. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. It's a fun. It's. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, I don't really know else, what else to do in West Hollywood except you know you go out and you drink and yeah, I wasn't I trying old. to make it yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to make it one of those dates. Like, here's Scrabble. You want to play with me? I love doing that. I'm I still know. a nerd. No, I, like I know. It. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, I have a Tinder situation happening right now. Oh, do mm. tell. Yeah, yeah. Let's read the messages. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is this is how horrible. <clears throat> so I get a I get a mutual like, mm-hmm. and I write, "Hi, Nikki. It appears our profiles are a match." Perhaps it would be a good idea if we explore this development over coffee sometime. You said that? David. (laughs) She writes back, hello, David. Sorry, crazy busy weekend. Yes, why don't we try and phone chat first? Let me know if that works for you. Send me your number. Then I write back, hey, Nikki, my number is 310. (laughs) And we wait. Anyway, I just how long ago was that? Uh, six months ago. No, oh. <laughs> no this was like a, just this morning. I was like, Ding. wow. Oh. And I just got back on Tinder. Oh, a while ago, I yeah. just got my mom on Tinder like two weeks ago. Really? Wow. Yeah. What's yeah. her? Uh, what? <laughs> I'll give you info later. Okay, oh. should, I should. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> how is she liking it? She likes it. Yeah. Cool. She, um, she, she met anybody? I think she went to Universal Studios with one guy that she met um because we're trying i bought her a pass for mother's day and she hasn't used it since so she like good i told her, her go use your universal pass yeah, go you can good. put it to use so do you feel protective of your mom i don't know she can go do whatever she wants okay <laughs> <laughs> what, what did she do as a teacher what's your mom do? she's also a teacher she's oh. a uh head of her department at long beach city college oh okay yeah head of the philosophy department What's something that your mom would make that you absolutely couldn't stand for dinner? I went through a long vegan vegetarian phase when I was younger. <laughs> so um, she wouldn't experiment a lot with tofu. This was like before, I think before vegan and vegetarianism became more of yeah. the norm. So yeah. there's a lot of experimenting with different tofu dishes that had no flavor. I um, said firm tofu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you really couldn't do much. I mean, back in, uh-huh. in when I was much younger, like there nobody knew what to do. It was just... A block of tofu, yeah, with some sauce. Here's some broccoli. Yep. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Salt. You chose this. Are you still a vegan, vegetarian? Uh, not since I've been dating Carlos. <laughs> I get that. He, he he likes uh to go out and eat, and I'm not really a foodie, but it's kind of annoying to date somebody when they have food restrictions. So it's yep. like, all right, I'll just yeah. Well, good for you. Well, that sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who needs morals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, um. <laughs> off the record like, right. who, who wants head so okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> a sound effect machine 
All right. Ready for song number three? Troy, Mac Parker. Ever hear of Planet of the Apes? Uh, The movie or the planet? The brand new (laughs) multi-million dollar musical. And you are starring (laughs) as the human. It's the part I was born to play, baby. (laughs) Help. The human's about to escape. Get your paws off me, you dirty ape. (gasps) He can talk. 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 I can sing. Ooh, help me, Dr. Zayas. From the Simpsons. Yep. Doctor Sayers, Doctor Sayers, Doctor Sayers, Doctor Sayers. I'm sure Dana Gold wrote this. Doctor Sayers, Doctor Sayers, oh Doctor Sayers, Doctor Sayers, Doctor Sayers. What's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. Want a second opinion? <laughs> you're all so lazy. Doctor Sayers, Doctor Sayers. Doctor Sayers, this is silly. I love it. I looked at it and I was like, The Simpsons Simpsons? I'd I'd never seen this. Like I know the Planet of the Apes, I know the Simpsons. You've never seen seen this episode? Never seen this episode. Oh, Oh, there's only like thirty years of episodes. (laughs) Sorry we have missed one. The old stuff. The old stuff is the good stuff. (laughs) This is the old stuff. This is the old stuff. I know Dana Gould wrote this. I'm absolutely sure he did. Because he's a huge, huge Planet of the Apes, one of the original writers. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So why? Why old uh, Simpsons? Well, <laughs> what? What do you mean? Well, we were talking about like we were talking about uh, what music was growing up in the household. Uh, Stop what it. music was playing? Um, I was trying to think of like what this was like the first song that came to mind um, when no I was like way. thinking back like childhood songs. My dad bought the album like the first like album that they came out with all the music from the Simpsons and would play this on repeat. So I was in between this and Monorail. Which I don't know if okay. you're, if you it's know such a dad thing, a yeah. novelty song. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> listen, Wolfie, we'll, we'll come over here for a minute. Out. Check it out for the 50 millionth yep. time. <laughs> but I love it. I still listen to it. Like it's on my gym playlist. I love it. It just like makes me happy. Oh. It's such a good song. I mean, it, it's also like why The Simpsons is probably why I like writing too, because I'm also you know getting into writing, and that's yeah. I just love. I just it always makes me smile. Like it's such a fun song. That's so funny. <laughs> So, so you're, this is like a show that you and your dad could watch together? Yeah. Um, yeah, my sister and my dad and I would watch it um, pretty much every day after school. Um, in, yeah, I in just school. met Nancy Cartwright. Oh, did you? Yeah, last weekend. Oh, that's awesome. What a fantastic human being. So sweet, yeah. Have you yeah. met her? Yeah, I've met her, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just love yeah, the minute It was that I so found hard out, not to fangirl out. I was like, stop talking. <laughs> the Simpsons are also partly why I got I wanted to get into voice acting too. Because yeah. I always once I found out that Nancy did those voices, like actually watching the behind the actor or right. inside the actor studio of mm-hmm. the Simpsons cast, I was like, Wow, that's so cool. It is cool. Yeah. Which one does Nancy do? She does Bart, Bart. and Lisa. She, she does Bart Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so incredible. Yeah. She's short too, very short lady. I dated her. <laughs> I'm shitting you not. I swear to God, there's this, yeah, there's this, the Odyssey Theater on Sepulveda Boulevard used to have this lonely hearts dating situation. Uh I'm not making this up. This is totally true. And she will tell you this. I don't know if you're ever going to see her again, but um, sitting behind me was Nancy Cartwright and Uh it was this whole relationship thing. And we got talking and I knew who she was and as we were, we have a lot of friends in common, and we actually went to the place Figaro on in Los Feliz, right next to um, the Dresden. Oh my god! We had two dates, Nancy Cartwright. And that I. is so funny. And you know, I, 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 
you know, I was as cool as I possibly could be, but I, I just I couldn't get over the star thing. You know, really, it, it right? Was, yeah. it was, I mean, I was trying to be Mister Cool and really nice, but she's <laughs> petite and tiny and mm-hmm. cute and nice. But yeah, we had mm-hmm. two dates. Wow, yeah, that's so cool. Which is why I, you know, this is probably going back ten years, maybe fifteen years. Yeah, over this is like fifteen, 20, almost fifteen years ago. Well, I think wow. she's into Scientology. Is she really? Well, she was at the Hollywood Christmas Parade, and it seemed like that was everyone oh, that was there upsetting. was. Oh, sorry. No, that's that. Then I, I don't yeah. know a hundred percent for sure, but I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that she is. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she was very guarded. I remember just she was mm-hmm. kind of guarded because you know what? She's a gazillionaire. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, and it, 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 there's no getting around that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to be Prince Philip or something here. You know, kind of thing. I, like, I a gold digger. I really. <laughs> I was horny. I was yeah. like, I want to get <laughs> laid. I mean, really, seriously, I don't care. Will you do this with me? But, uh, not to, not to be had, but yeah, that's uh, that's one. Of, that's why I'm Hollywood's secret weapon. Oh, yeah. I've oh, been here a long, long yeah. time, my friend, and I've met a lot of people, and it's always so weird how it kind of comes together. That is that's so, so cool, though. Yeah, yeah. but uh, she was very nice, though. Very, very nice. Planet of the she... Apes, Simpsons, a mm-hmm. novelty record takes yep. you to dad. To dad. Yep. Oh, yeah. So sweet. <laughs> Do you have a novelty record from your life? No, there's a song though I can think of that makes me laugh every time I hear it. It's the Knack. Which one's that? Do 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 do. My Sharona. My Sharona. Okay. Yeah. So for whatever reason, I heard this song and I was like, Dad, this is the coolest song ever. You should hear it. And he's like, I know. And he puts on like the record. And then for Christmas that year, we both got each other the CD, like the full album CD with My Sharona on it. So every time I hear that, that's what I think of. Oh, that's my dad. My my dad's a C W McCall convoy. Neither one of you know. I don't think I know that. No. <laughs> We're all kids. Let me tell you about it. truck drivers use these things called CB radios. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a C.W. McCall was a country western guy, and, and it would start out with a uh, breaker one nine, breaker one nine. This here's a rubber duck, and we're coming down I uh, fifty one, and there's a lot of Smoky Bears ahead of us, and Smoky Bears are like state troopers. Mm. And and the song then begins like you know about a convoy that's sort of protesting against the fifty five mile an hour speed limit. We got a mighty convoy trucking through the night. You know, with all these sound effects, and mm-hmm. my dad would play that over and over again. And I have just brought the show down. To this is for the kids. Convoy. <laughs> Listeners, Wolfie, Maggie, I give it a love, listen. I, I loved all the voices yeah. you just did. I know. Thank you very and impressed. Plus the, uh, the, the, yeah, the, all the, the mic CB. technique. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. That's a, that's a looper skill right there. Yeah. Anyway, novelty songs. That'll be a that'll be a theme we'll do sometime. Novelty, novelty songs. Yeah. songs. Sounds good. All right. Song number four. Didn't even really wanna go. But if you get me out, you get a show. There's so many bodies on the floor. So baby, we should go and add some more. Are you down, did it, down, did it, down, did it, down? Is this a cover? No. I don't think so. I think so. Is it? Yeah. Everywhere look at people's heads. You're a lyric person. Thought up in the air to help them dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, baby, catch me if you can. I know you don't have any other Yeah, because these are songs. down, did it, down, did it, down, did it, down, down, down. Oh, it was used in an Apple commercial. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's why. Oh, okay. There it is. This part, yeah. That's a nice change right there. 
This is cool, man. How did you learn about this? I well, I've been trying to get more. My boyfriend has entirely different taste in music. Um, like this is more his taste. Um, and he put this on when we were. So the mic was premiering, and it was also the premiere of Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, oh yeah. I don't. I think this was how long ago was that? That was probably like. Ten years ago, eight. No, 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 not not uh, not sunny in Philadelphia. The mix premiere. Oh. I think that was like probably like nine months ago or so. Okay, I don't know, but um, he and I decided we haven't been high together. We should try and get high while we all these comedy shows are happening. <laughs> That's great. So I had a fridge full of edibles that my uh, neighbor gave us because he was moving out of state and couldn't bring them, and huh. I guess was dealing them or whatever. So we were like, felt very generous. Okay, apparently, yeah. sure. I don't really smoke or get high often at all, so it's like, okay, sure. I guess that'll be fun to try. Um, <laughs> and they were all expired, so um, we didn't know how potent they were. So I had tried one probably like two weeks before uh, now that I'm talking about, and it didn't do anything. So my boyfriend comes over and like, okay, well, all these like these funny shows are going to be coming. Why don't we try and get like a little bit high because that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, get the giggles and everything. Um, so we split a brownie in, or a Rice Krispie treat in half. Oh, my God. Um, it was a 40 milligram one. And as I said, <laughs> I don't get high, so I have no tolerance <laughs> at all. That's a lot, though. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, You're supposed yeah. to say this is a tiny pinch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we both ate half of it and... <laughs> You know, Which is ridiculous <laughs> portion sizes for that. Make it forty. Make it like two milligrams because you're going to eat the whole thing. Well, it was really good too. I'm so I was sure. happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> T minus so- three weeks. They're going to have it all together, folks. So yeah, we. Um, you know, when you eat an edible, usually it takes like about an hour to or so, like forty five minutes or so, until you finally feel it. Mm-hmm. About five minutes into it, we're like. Oh, God, no. This is happening. <laughs> so, yeah, we started to watch. The, we were about five minutes into Sunny in Philadelphia when both of us just kind of, like, zoned out and realized about five minutes later, like, oh, no, we're we're really high. This is not good. Did so, you leave the house? No, no, no. We immediately, I was like, I, we need to go to bed. I, 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 <laughs> I am not happy right now. Neither of us were, like, neither of us were happy about it. So we just immediately... Went to bed, like, tried to get ready for bed as much as we could because I had contacts and everything. So I was like, I'm not ready for this at all. I'm not prepared. Um, So then, yeah, went to bed and started just shivering and, like, it was the worst experience. I haven't been, I haven't tried any. I've never gotten high since. Um, It was just shivering and everything. And the only thing that uh, was making me feel better was playing this song. Oh! Um, he That's started playing great. this song, and I was kind of like just going into a trance with down, the music and the beat. Down, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's such a great pick. Yeah. yeah. What a great story. Yeah. That was, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, I heard it on the Apple commercial. I was like, oh, it's actually a good song. I didn't really realize because I was just like, <laughs> it was like my coping mechanism while I was going through that because I was about, you know, a five hour high that would not stop. That's just awful. Yeah. Well, th- that's all I've heard about the edibles. I mean, awful. I- I've only smoked, you know, and I think one time I had a hash brownie. Yeah. And I do remember it being really potent, mm-hmm. like yeah. super potent and memorable. I was on the Boston Common. I remember it. Well, you it- don't know how much is in it. It's, it's just, no, it's this a gamble. Was a, a friend like made these. Yeah. Oh, that's the I thing. think More they are those. working on kind of taking the dosage down because in Aspen, I was up in Aspen a few times in the last four years. The, the local police department was picking up like older hippies, like guys my age and women, like, oh, let's go back to our junior high days. And they're go- ending up in the hospital oh, because God. of edibles, yeah. wow. specifically. 
It's too much. So, yeah, it's too, too much. much. I, the first time uh, I used an edible, no. it was like a little truffle, 25 yeah. milligrams. Wow. What are you supposed to do with that? Yeah. You eat the whole thing. I tried. Uh, and again, at Coachella, I decided to you know, give it a try again because, you know, it was just, <laughs> first time was so enjoyable. Had a Jolly Rancher and I was so dehydrated. I forgot oh, that I was yeah. sucking on it and then missed about half of Coachella because I was just lying on the floor staring at balloons. Oh, no. <laughs> Off of weed. Yep, off of weed, Ugh. but it's yeah. like a bale of weed. Yeah, it's not. It's not a nice inhalation of no, you know, a, a, a decent dose. But I don't. I don't like smoking. I just. I don't like that feeling. Well, I, I cough so much, and then it's just. It's, it's not fun for me. Well, if they reduce the dose in the edible, right? Yeah, be fine. right. Yeah, so it's such I'm an interesting place to live. Like I went to the doctor this summer, and he was asking me, "He's like, do you use drugs?" And I was like, "Well, what do you consider? You know, like does weed count?" And he's like, "Well, kind of." And I was like, "Well, I do sometimes." And he goes, how do you use it? I said, usually smoke. And he was like, well, I'm going to recommend that you stop doing that because it's not good for your throat. Mm-hmm. Obviously. And that you, use <laughs> Thank edib- you, doctor. that you use edibles instead. And I was oh, like, okay. okay. So he was like cool with it. He was like, go ahead and like get high, but like right. don't smoke it. Eat it instead. Well, that, they came so out with sense. drinks too. Teas. Yeah, oh, they have yeah. teas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I want that. They have teas and I think sodas now that they, they've come out with. Yeah. It's not very interesting. I'm just scared to do anything again. No, yeah. Yeah, then I don't, don't plan to. It's no, a healthy I don't, fear. I don't, I don't so, enjoy yeah. being, I don't enjoy it anyway. I always think that it'll be fun and it never turns out to be good. Yeah. When it was homegrown, it was fun for me. Really fun. Yeah. But then the chronic came out, you know, about <laughs> like in the early 90s. And and exactly what you described, Wolfie. I'm in New York City. We had, we had a guy weed deliver. <laughs> and I still have it in an old notebook, uh, the phone number. It was they actually delivered That's you know, great. different strains. <clears throat> and that, it was like a buddy of mine described it as like, man, you got the reds. Because I was shaking. Oh, and no. It was just not fun. Oh, no. One of the last times I smoked weed because it got too damn powerful smoking yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm not an expert. I don't know the different kind of strands or anything. It really needed an eye, but I just like the first weed I smoked was with my uncle, and he grew it himself. And oh, wow. It was like such a pleasant thing. Yeah, that's We sounds... looked at a comic book. and Like you can still function. Right. Totally function. Laughing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. So anyway, good things are coming down the pike with the legalization. Well, thank right. you for sharing. I like that story. Great story. <laughs> that's a great story. All right, here we go. Song number five. This was so instrumental for me, too. Was it? <laughs> I can't wait to hear why this is. <laughs> this is a guilty pleasure for me. Is it? Oh. It's so funny thinking about her now, like listening to this and even like her hard song. being in high school listening to this song when yeah. it came out when it first came out and my parents hated it and they thought it was too hard and they didn't want to hear it and my sister and I well I loved it I don't think my sister did but I was like this is so badass I'm so punk rock you know whatever that mentality was right. and now hearing it like 20 years later it's like this is nothing no, this no. is like have you heard her recent she did it she redid it with like with current millennial problems oh my god have you heard it no I oh, should it's really fun. I think she did it on uh, James Corden or something that's uh, one great. of those shows yeah that's so funny yeah this song 
song though. I Tom ironic. So, yeah. This song um I didn't like just I didn't like as a song. That wasn't why I was listening to it at oh, first. Okay. I liked it because I had the biggest crush on a girl in my class named uh-huh. Kiana. Uh-huh. Um who was still one of my best friends who I was talking to earlier today. Yeah. Um and I thought that she liked Alanis Morissette. So <laughs> Started listening to Alanis Morissette, (laughs) (laughs) and so I listened to like all of it. That was all that I was listening to. Again, like I didn't really know music. I didn't discover. I hadn't discovered music yet. So I was just like listening to it. I was like, okay, yeah, I like this. This is this is good. Wait, do you actually like her? You liked it because you thought Kiana liked it. I liked. I originally I started listening to this song and to Alanis because Kiana liked her. Yeah, Um, that's so funny. and And nobody did. Everyone make fun of this song. They're like, that's not ironic. None of these things are actually no, ironic. Well, the reason that I liked that, the reason that I I liked Kiana was because she was sophisticated. Because mm-hmm. in middle school, nobody knew who Alanis Morissette was, oh. but Kiana had an older sister who liked Alanis Morissette. So mm-hmm. Kiana therefore liked Alanis Morissette, and therefore I liked Alanis Morissette. Oh, so yeah, I told I told <laughs> Kiana recently, like I was making fun of her for liking Alanis Morissette and liking all <gasps> these songs and everything. She's like, I never liked Alanis Morissette. I That's- hated Alanis Morissette. <laughs> So I spent months listening to her, thinking that we had this unspoken connection, and it turns out she hates Alanis Morissette and hates this song in Aww. particular. But I still love it. You're like, well, I guess I'm going to hold on to this one. Yeah, yeah. It's mine now. Yep. Now, yeah. that is ironic. That exactly. Is. Yeah. It's so perfect. Oh, that it's, is great. These are the exactly. best backstories. <laughs> I mean, so far, like, we've, we, you know, this is very unique, these backstories. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's great. Well, thank you for sharing all of your five songs. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Of course, we're not done with you oh, yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a few more things. We're going to play a little game, and then we're going to ask cool. you about a guilty pleasure that you've got, and then we'll talk about your first concert experience, the last concert that you went to, and then we'll talk about your social media stuff. So, cool. um, so this part of the show, we like to, I call it a brain break, because sometimes stories can get super heavy, but we play a little game called Band Name or Bar Name, and okay. David has done uh, extensive amounts of research to uh, come up with this game. That's right, Wolfie. I spent uh, all week this morning <laughs> researching uh, the country Croatia, which oh, is where man. we're traveling to today for okay. bar, bar name or band name. And uh, it wasn't terribly difficult. I thought Croatia would be a difficult uh, search, but it, it wasn't at all. And now the, the way this game works, Wolfie, is that I'm going to tell you uh, two names. One will be the name of a band from Croatia. The other will be a bar in Croatia. Okay. And you and Meg, you're going to have to put your heads together and tell me which one is the bar and which one is the band. Are we going against each other or no, you're competing as a team? But you can make different no picks. Okay. You don't have to agree. Okay. So um, would you guys want to hang out with me in Croatia tonight? And uh, <laughs> yes. we'll, go, we'll, go to, we'll go to Hula Hula. And see Mind Zoo. It'll be great. You guys are going to love Mind Zoo, and we'll go eat at Hula Hula. Or would I be more likely to say in Croatia, hey, do you want to go eat at Mind Zoo and check out Hula Hula? They're playing tonight. This is so hard. Which one is the bar name and which one is the band name? I think Hula Hula is such a stupid name (laughs) that it would have to be a band. What? Wouldn't it? Because why would you? Mind Zoo? Like, what are you going to eat at the Mind Zoo? Hula Hula, they're like, oh. I can see a lot of meats Hawaii. at the Mind Zoo. Oh. I can see mind a lot of, like, zoo. Mind Zoo. It's a place oh, where you meet, zoo. maybe, and it's an intellectual oh, cafe. Oh, that could be it. Could yeah. be. No, I think That's Mind Zoo is the band. There's some, mind like, zoo? goth band, and they're like, we're going to mess with your minds. Okay. That could so, make sense. Yeah, yeah. That could. 
so you. I'd eat pineapple and, burgers. Right, so at you Hulu. guys are going to say Mind Zoo is the. Uh, we don't have to agree, but that's what I'm going with. I, I agree with that. I think that's yeah. That sounds right to me. <laughs> well, I'm terrible at this game, so I don't know. If you're ever at UI Vladi Ava Legion Ten Havu Croatia, that's where I'm going. You'll be at the Hula Hula Beach and Bar. Yeah, that's right. They serve okay. cocktails and beach food, and you might catch the band Mind Zoo. Wow. Which okay. is a Croatian alt rock quartet that got together in the early '90s and is still rocking Croatia. Ceasefire or hot fire, it doesn't matter. Alt rock mind zoo. Congratulations! All right, I guess that's what's happening in we Croatia. I had no idea. <laughs> no, the dumbest game in the history of radio games. I love it. We do too, and we're glad you played. Wolfie, now you have a job. Okay. Next week's guest. Mm-hmm. You are going to be the one who is going to send them somewhere in the world, in the United States. You'll get to choose. I'll research it, and bar name or band name will be from any place you choose, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the United States. Let's do Ethiopia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Ethiopia? Ethi- no, Ethiopia. has got to go first one. Ethiopia. Because what, what, why not? Because mm-hmm. there's got to be something going on in Ethiopia. Actually, I think the economy's bumping in Ethiopia. Well, there you right go. So then yeah. it's probably things so we'll are go happening. next probably week. Probably not Barney after with... today, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Wolfie, I know you said you're not terribly musically inclined until the later part of your life. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious to know, what is a guilty pleasure that you're enjoying right now? It can be musically or maybe um, a television show that you and Carlos are binging on. My musical guilty pleasure is always Hilary Duff. (laughs) (laughs) That's embarrassing. I agree. That's great. Nobody's had a greater impact on my life than Hillary. That's okay. You own that. You own that. And She's you carry the reason that flag. Lizzie McGuire's why I became a, veg- a vegetarian when I was younger. And then Haley, her sister, was the one who encouraged me to start acting. I ran into her when I was working um, or at a. I, I took a break from acting and then uh, was working in fashion PR and helped her and her boyfriend get dressed for an event. And then she encouraged me to get into acting. And then. Yeah, when Hillary started her whole music thing, I mean, it was awful, but I listened to uh, her, I forget which song it is now, um, Let the Rain Come, I forgot the title of it, uh, Coming Clean, uh, which is like her song, it's a very melodramatic music video of her uh, That's great. standing in the rain, um, and I play it ironically whenever it starts raining every year and then you play alana's more set right after that exactly <laughs> guilty as charged yeah, yeah that's great well thinking very hard can you tell us the story of your very first concert oh yeah my first concert was when the show all that was happening oh my god i love that show right? yeah that was a good show that's hilarious. Um, so my acting manager when i was younger had a client on the show uh giovanni samuels mm-hmm. and she took us to go watch her uh tape an episode and Samantha Mumbo was the guest, um, who is, I think, an Irish, Ireland's, like, only international pop star, mm-hmm. or was, um, was the first. I think probably, like, the last, as far as as far as far I know. Um, and, yeah, she played, I forgot what song, I forgot, I'm forgetting her songs right now. Um, I listened to them recently because she blocked me on Instagram. She blocked um, you? Samantha yeah. Mumbo did. I was tagging her in a lot of stuff because I wanted to see if she was still alive. Um, turns out she, <laughs> she is, and she blocked me. Yep. She's yeah. alive and angry. Yep, yep. I apparently pissed her off too much. I was trying to get her more in the zeitgeist again. Um, didn't work. <laughs> so I was doing her funny. a favor, um, and it backfired. So now I don't know what she's doing. I don't know if she's still alive or what she's up to because she won't let me know. 
Where was she um, playing? She was playing uh, all that used to film down on Hollywood Bo- or on Sunset Boulevard. I think the Nickelodeon the studio Nickelodeon. just shut down. Yeah, didn't yep. it? Well, I, I know they're rehabbed not de- everything. They have, yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going on over there. I definitely remember the. Old, I did some stuff at the old Nick. Yeah, uh, yeah, wow. yeah. So that was my first. That was my first concert. I had a. I hadn't eaten that day. I remember. Um, so <laughs> she was. They kept retaping and retaping, and about like the fifth time, I was this melodramatic little kid. Just like started, went down in a ball on the floor because I was so hungry and I hadn't eaten or had anything to drink in forever. So my mom came and picked me up. <laughs> yeah, of course. Those and tapings. I missed, and I missed where everyone went backstage to go meet her afterwards. All the other, uh, my managers, other clients. And I didn't know. I was over at the old spaghetti factory with my mom. Oh, my God. This yeah. is where the wheel turns for you musically, Wolfie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For now, you're going to get to the concerts. You and Carlos are going overseas to see right. a show. It's all going to, yeah. your, your musical diary has started yeah. at the very beginning of Wolf. Got to fill it. I love that. So five what was years the, from what now was, when you come back. Yeah. What was the last concert music show that you went to? I think it was Coachella, which I hadn't been to. I've never, it was my first time. Uh, you were there, but going. like you weren't there. Right. For Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the part that I was there for, it was really, really fun. No, that's um, really cool. I wasn't, yeah, I'm not, I never thought that I would be one of those Coachella people, but then mm-hmm. I went, I was like, ah, oh, I totally get it. This is great. And now oh. I can't wait. I already got tickets for next year. Oh, good. Yeah, I ordered them early because I was excited because Beyonce didn't show up this year. So That's now right. I got to go back and see her. She was pregnant. What do you remember from that, that first question? Lady Gaga was oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And I kind of like fell off the Gaga train for a while. And then she's seeing her again, I was like, incredible. it was so. She's uh, just filled with emotions. Like everybody was. Everybody was. If high you from haven't it. seen it already, the documentary she did on Netflix. So good. Amazing. So, so good. Amazing. Yeah. Five so inspirational. Two. Yeah. 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 She's gone through a lot right now. I know. Yeah, but she's, but she's so normal. She's so normal. She's Super so normal. Such a trooper too. I like I had no idea that she had any sort of physical ailment. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite part, this is dumb, but like she goes to her grandma's house to play this brand new song for her grandma that she yeah. wrote about someone important in her family. She walks in, she's like, hi, grandma. And she goes in the kitchen, she goes, can I have this peach? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's so normal. <laughs> I love That's it. stupid. Well, <laughs> <speak. I> love <laughs> that. <laughs> Like, we all do that. Well, yeah. it's very observational. <laughs> the first thing you do whenever you enter, whenever you go back home, is you go to the kitchen and you yeah. see what you can eat. Mom, yeah. can I have this cheese stick? Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a That's great, great observation. Wolfie, this has been really fun. Thank you so uh, much for being on the show. Yeah, of course. That's really fun. Do you have, if fans want to follow your work, do you have a corner of the internet where they can click and like and share your stuff? Yeah. Um, Instagram is at Wolfie Troush, W O L F I E T R A U S. C-H. Perfect. Yes. So Instagram is your Instagram. corner. Instagram, yeah. Okay. Thinking about you... starting YouTube, but who knows? We'll see. <laughs> One thing at a time. You don't... One thing at a time. That's what, that's what I'm learning right mm-hmm. now. One foot in front of the other. Way too much. Wolfie, yeah. this has been great. Thank you again so much uh, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It was really fun.